0: Basically, our point guard, two guard guarding their power forward, and he says, Get that out of
1: here. Brown with two stares down onto the football. Tatum drives
0: down and throws it down. Whoa! I'm tell you, this is getting ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous.
2: This episode is brought to you by Yamble. Yamble is a brand new sports prediction app that lets you predict what will happen on the next play or the next few minutes of a game. Place your takes on the game and rack up points as they play out. The highest scores get paid out in real cash every time. It's like HQ Trivia but 100% free to download and play with payouts each game. Just search Yamble on the App Store. It's available on Android and Apple. That's Yamble, Y-A-M-B-L-E. What up everyone, welcome back to another Celtics Pulse podcast, today I'm with Cody and I'm with Wayne,
1: what up guys? What's good man? How are we doing? How are we doing?
0: Doing I mean, real good.
2: <clears throat> I'm happy that the Knicks didn't get the first pick, I know that much.
0: <laughs> I don't think the Knicks fans were happy though. <laughs> the look on Patrick Ewing face was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. today has had me
2: in stitches, dude. I've done nothing but crying laughter today.
0: I, you know, I, I kind of I kind of want to drop a tear, a thumb tear for the Knicks out there. The Knicks fans, they just can't catch a break. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll tell you what. I, basketball is great when the Knicks are good, the Celtics are good, and the Lakers are good. That's when basketball is great. It's at its greatest peak. So something's got to turn for them guys at some point. I know what to help them out. They get Terry Rozier. Sign Terry Rozier. That'll help him yeah, out we, a lot. That would be great.
1: <laughs> Fine by me. <laughs> you can take it. Terry
2: all day, bro. Cody, how are you oh, feeling about Terry.
1: this? Uh, the Terry stuff or the lottery stuff? Let's just Eddie. go with
2: in life. How is life feeling about this basketball fiasco?
1: This, bro, it started off with Terry making me have almost an aneurysm because I don't think I could not like him anymore until he started <laughs> talking.
0: And then I definitely
1: didn't like him anymore. Like Terry's a good player. What we saw this year was a, a rough year for Terry. I understand his frustrations. How he handled it. it was god-awful. You don't go on ESPN and bash everyone, say that you, you. It was, all I heard was me, 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 me. Fuck the Celtics, me, me, me. That's all I heard. And, like, you don't go out like that. Like, yes, you did sacrifice a lot, you are a good talent and you you probably will be a starter somewhere next year. He has the talent too. You know, we forget that after, you know, before that he showed flashes of being a really good point guard. He just couldn't adapt to his role. That was the one problem with Terry. He couldn't just pass the ball and run that second unit. He had to be the dude. He'll you know, be the dude somewhere else, just handle it extremely poorly. Um and then the lottery I just ah
2: the Knicks didn't get number one pick, baby. Woo!
1: I, I've never been a fan of the lottery. Even when it helps the Celtics, I've never liked the lottery. I feel like if you have the worst record in your sport, you should get the first pick in that draft. Just how oh, baseball really? does it. Just how football what? does it. NHL mm. has a draft lottery too. I'm not mm. sure. Obviously, this year was the, the first year with the new odds, which are bullshit, mm. by the way. The new odds stuff because Bruins! Because- Woo! <laughs> Go Bruins! Bruins also <laughs> shout out three zero. Let's get it. But anyway, I don't know. The lottery always gave me a headache. It always like pissed me off. In years past, it wasn't that bad because all you saw was like one or two teams, and you had the the rare team that moved up from like eight to like the top three. That was cool. But this lottery basically took everything we thought and just swung a baseball bat through every team's franchise. Some for good. And some for worse. The Phoenix Suns in the sixth pick is awful.
0: The Chicago Bulls in the seventh is it, pick is awful. Is yeah. Is it really? Is it, it is. really though? Because they, Phoenix, they get the, they get the, they've had the first, they got the high pick for the past like three years. Like, I, I, I get that the lottery is awful. I'm all for that. But the one thing I do like about the lottery and and what the reason why they made the changes was to try to make it look like that the teams that suck weren't tanking. Right. And that's what we got to factor in because the Knicks clearly went on tank mode. Uh, Suns just suck. They probably went on tank mode. We were hoping that the Sacramento Kings will go on tank mode and them suckers didn't. Um, teams kind of went on that tank mode. So what they did was they, they, they added the extra, the extra four. So now it's four instead of three that has mm-hmm. the, the higher chance. So I kind of liked it a little bit. I mean, that way, hopefully next season, the seasons after to come, it'll prevent that tanking from happening. I mean, you're going to have some teams that's going to suck because technically, if you're drafting high and, and the draft until you build that team, that unit that, and, and get the right coaching on that unit, like that's what, that's what the draft is supposed to be for. Like to help the weaker teams become better five to six years down the road. I, I think I could be wrong.
1: I don't know. I don't think it abolishes tanking, though, because I think about it like this. Yes, you're right. The Phoenix Suns have had high picks, and they've choked those high picks. The last—they took Josh Jackson with the fourth pick. He didn't really pan out, at least as of two years. He got arrested the other day, too. Yeah, he did get arrested, so he hasn't really panned out. A year before that, they had the fourth and the eighth pick. They picked two scrubs. And it, it does fall on the teams because they do have to still make the pick to help them get out. But if gotcha. you're looking at the Phoenix Suns, and they're a really good piece, I think, away, just because they have DeAndre Ayton, who is a, a centerpiece of that. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. Devin Booker's proved he's one of the best scorers of all time. You Look at how young he is and what numbers he's putting up. He's on pace to break records. They need a point guard. And line. they could have got John Morant. But now they're at six. They'll have to fall back. And I mean, me and you were talking before the pod, the talent level between one to three and then uh, four lower. It's, it's, it's not that great.
2: Just to six pop in is- here, Kobe White, I found out today broke Jordan's scoring record as a freshman at UNC. Yeah. So I don't think the drop off is that steep to begin with. But after like the, the top five, top six, it does really start to fucking just nosedive.
0: Yeah, when I mean, Kobe's a shooting guard, though, right? So he wouldn't necessarily run the run the point. They they need a point guard. They, I, I think either they address it in this draft or they sign Terry Rozier. Something sign. Terry Rozier's going somewhere, yo. We been saying for time, involved.
2: dude, that Rozier's going to end up on the Suns.
0: <laughs> he should have been there, but, hey, man, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: also, we're not
1: going to just look over the fact that LeBron, James, and the Lakers got the fourth pick. That's
0: stupid. Yeah. Oof. I mean, he- help me out, right? Laker Nation, like, what do you guys do with the fourth pick on a team that you're pretty much kind of like set? Like, what do you do with that pick? That's I trade bait. That's trade bait, right? That's like, it's uh, common sense. And, and and I guarantee the Lakers and, and the new organization and somehow they screw it up, right? I right. guarantee they right, which is we, which is what we want. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm man, they got the fourth pick. I don't know how they snuck up and got the fourth pick. Um, I get why you say the draft was I, the lottery was whack. I get it. Like I get it. Like the Lakers should have been in there. Uh, let's talk about who got the first pick because I don't think no one, anyone. Oh yeah. That, that the Pelicans would have swept like snuck up into and and grabbed the first pick because the whole thing about the Pelicans were they were going to trade you know this was this was going to be a perfect time to for the Knicks to make a great move and try to go after the short piece and get AD and trade the first pick and Knox and some other expiring contracts and throw them out there to New Orleans and here they come and grab that first pick I <laughs> I didn't see that coming <laughs> I I just didn't see it
2: Dude, that I, took a baseball back to the whole AD <laughs> stage right there, dude. Just one swoop.
1: It was like yeah, oh snap when you realize the Pelicans are the best trade offer for AD. <laughs> I don't know,
2: oh god, I was asleep I, during this lottery, dude. I woke up yeah. to all of this. It's like 4 a.m. my time. My phone's blowing the fuck up.
0: Yo, bro, like when they got the pick, I'm like, like, okay. And I, I still, I, I, I still, will. I tell you what. I know that Danny Ainge wants Anthony Davis. I mean, he came out and said it. So yes. I, I still think he's going to do, he's going to try. It's not going to hurt him. He's going to try to get AD. Um, it all comes down to what New Orleans wants. The question is, AD came out and said that he still want to be out and, um, he still wants out of, of New Orleans. But wouldn't it be, make sense for the Pelicans to keep eight? Like, for him to want to stay, they got another bona fide star coming in there, and this this could this could really turn around the ties in New Orleans, Joe. Like that that's gonna be hard. That that'd be I, I don't know. If I'm AD, I'm it because if, if I to correct me if I'm wrong, next year can't they pay him supermax? Yeah, dude, Max? they've
2: got his bird rights and shit. They can pay him full. he, he can get the most money. But I think when they trade him. Doesn't his bird rights go to the trading team as well?
0: Right, because like
1: depending on when they trade him, i not I'm I think not, if okay. you're in the yeah. last
2: year of your contract, uh, yeah. or you're coming into it when you're traded, because when we've got Kyrie's bird rights and we traded for Kyrie, so yeah, but
0: he came in two years. Into yeah, his this contract. is the thing.
2: It's a bit. It's a bit murky. I know when you get traded, if you're due a contract, your bird rights generally go with you to the trading okay. team.
0: I didn't know that Okay So 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 right now We can offer Kyrie A Supermax deal I thought you can only get The super max deal With the team That drafted you He can get the best
2: in- Contract from us Because we, we've got The bird rights We can go over the cap And we can offer him The largest contract
0: yeah. Gotcha Gotcha Alright so Let's get into that Let's, let's get into what, what's Going on with our squad Bump all these other teams Joe. Let's, <laughs> Yo well, let's, first keep, let's kick of all, off bro. the Celtics
2: <laughs> With, with Griffin, <laughs> with Dave, with um with the GM over at New Orleans, he's got t- he's new. He's got a chance to sit AD down before any anything else happens, and pitch this to him. You know, you, Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, and now Zion. Yo, that's a legit team, bro. Like, there's your big three there. Yeah. Davis, if he leaves, he he's not going into a surefire situation anyway. Because no matter where you go, you still run into the Warriors at the end. End of story. So there's no sure fire exit strategy for him. And then you want to talk about the Celtics, bro. Like, listen, I put a tweet out today, and I'm standing by this. I'm on this hill, and I'll die on it if I have to. I am not willing to give up Jalen and Jason or either of them unless we get something concrete that AD is going to stay that's not end. what
0: you tweeted. That ain't what you tweeted. You said if he don't sign his Blood contract, baby. Yeah, i say it like you said it. A that's demon.
2: It. I want a demon blood like the hellhounds are coming to take I, your yo, soul, man, bro.
0: Game of throne blood. I want the blood yo, and you're right. That's the hardest part. But but here's the thing though. Ainge wants him. And that that's a Ainge Ainge wants A D. Ainge has always wanted. AD and he has all the chips to get AD. The Lake the Lakers can come in there and try to mess that up. But Ainge wants him now. Look, I'm with you. I I don't know as much as I like AD. I'm, as much as he's a he's a five two player, uh, one of the, probably top five in the NBA as far as players. We ain't talking about position. We talking about top five. But but I can't I can't give up the farm for a rental, bro. I don't. I, I can't. I, I just can't. It's gotta be a
2: blood it, contract, bro. Where there's hell and shit. And if you fuck up, you know, we're taking we you straight to hell. Him. You're done, like. Yeah.
0: Or just chew his kneecaps off. Like one of the two. Like some's gotta give because it's like, yo, know, like we already dealing with this Kyrie thing, right? And it's like, uh, that's a whole nother topic. Like, do we want because Kyrie want to stay? Do the do the fans want Kyrie? I mean, I feel like it's like a torn veil. Like it's, it's like 75% no, 25% yes. It's like a, it's been a Celtics bloodbath over the, after the series ended with the, with the Bucks. Um, with the whole Kyrie situation, how he quit and this is that in the third. Um, I didn't get a chance to weigh my opinion on the Terry Rogier thing. So I just want to throw this in there real quick. Now, all season long. I've been telling you to get rid of that guy. All season long, I've been saying that something is not right with that particular player's mindset, not his skill set. He has the skill set. You called it, Cody. He has the skill set to be a great point guard, but his mm-hmm. mindset, his mentality is, is, not, is different, different. Here's the thing. He was asked to play a role. And he just would not accept it, no matter yep. what he looked like he was going to do. No, he when he came out on that court, he did not accept it. Now I I was in his corner because he was a Celtic, and but the minute he came out, his mouth and started down. It's down. It's one thing when you were downplaying your 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 teammate Kyrie because you know you know you said he was a great player, but it was either his way or the highway. That's kind of how he went at Kyrie. And then he had a nerve to talk about Gordon Hayward. Then the stats came out on touches. I don't know if, I don't know if you saw the stats. But Terry Rogier was number two, and he only had like 900 points off of them 4,000, 3,000-something touches, right? He was second to Kyrie. He was talking about – then he came at the coaches, bro. He came at the coach. He came at Brad talking about the game plan was one thing in the practice, and then when they went out on the court, it was a different thing. And when when the fans see that, they be like, oh, yeah, it did look like that. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying to myself, all season long, this dude tried to divide and conquer that locker room. As he got Jason Tatum, who at the beginning of the season, who was just shooting the ball, who was just getting this one catch shoot, Jason Tatum was trash at the beginning of the season. He was like different, different. We tried to blame it on him working out. with, K- and, and, and now he got the Kobe Mamba syndrome. I guarantee you, Terry Rozier was the culprit saying, listen, man, you better get your touches, yo, because when Kyrie in that game, he ain't going to give you the ball. So Jason Tatum, every time he touched the ball, he would do some crazy fadeaway shot for a two or whatever like that, and it just didn't look good. It looked very Mamba-like. Tried to get the Brown. I believe he got the Brown. He went to the players that were young enough, to where he could manipulate them, and then all of a sudden, and they seemed like they were on his side. Then when Kyrie came out and said the thing about the young boys, I think he wasn't talking about all the young boys. I think he was talking about Terry Rozier. And then that next thing you know, over the t- course of the season, who came, who started to come into their own, Tatum started getting better. Jalen Brown turned back into the Brown that we know, the driving Dominic paint. And he and it seemed like they were all in. Toward the end of the season, when we were going on the run trying to go for the third seed or whatever like that, we looked like a unit. Who was still sneaking it up? Terry Rogier. Every time he came in the game, shoot shoot, 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 brick, 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 brick. And I'm saying to myself, what? Why why won't he just accept the rule? If Kyrie not moving the ball, which is what something that he just don't do, even though he tries and he just doesn't do it, it's not in his he just don't do it. Why is Jason? uh, Why is uh, Terry Rozier coming in playing the same exact way? We needed you to be the role player. We needed you to carry the unit. That's why when the rumor came out today about a Ricky Rubio, who I don't really want, but at least I know if if he was signed to back up, he were the point guard, whoever the point guard is going to be for the Boston Celtics. At least we know when he comes in, he's a pass first point guard. He's trying to make the play. Yes, he sucks on defense. Yes, he's a liability on defense, but Jason, uh, not Jason Tatum, uh, Terry Rozier wasn't that great on defense neither. Them cats was getting beat, one-on-ones. So the fact that he went on a freaking ESPN tour, I mean a tour, he did four shows, one day, same big-ass Puma t-shirt. I'm saying to myself, "Is this kid lost his mind? Isn't he trying to get a contract? Right now, I don't know what G some GM is going to pay him, but what GM in their right mind going to want a player that sells out their own team? Take a and breath, just, Wayne. <laughs> my bad. I had to get that out, man. I ain't talk to y'all in a minute, man. You know I'm saying? I'm done. I'm done for the show. I'm, I'm just going yes and yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs>
1: Jeez, without the man's life. No, I agree. I agree. I totally agree.
0: Everything you said, spot on. Wow, yo. All year, we can't get it together. We can't find our identity. We can't do this. We can't do that. Kyrie's not a leader. Okay, cool. I accepted everything except for the fact that the one person we weren't talking about was, was Terry Rozier. And then he came out and just started spilling the beans and it looked, it's making it, it, it look like he was the culprit, the snake, the mamba, the whole time, yo, the whole time, the whole time on better news what you guys got because
2: i'm done yo that had me in bits man i had to mute my mic i was laughing (laughs) too much.
0: i'm sorry man it was brilliant
2: i loved it oh fuck it's true though like some of the things you said were really true like i never i never thought about it by divide and conquer but he looked too smug in those interviews bro he, that was my thing Like his facial expression Was like Yeah see Now I'm gonna tell Everybody my shit Like Woo! You could see Dude Go back And watch those interviews And look at the way He smirks Every time he looks At the camera like Yeah I wanna
1: oh, oh, punch him <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut up You ugly
2: Yo There's no need for that I ain't done nothing to you
0: And like- if anything If anything Kyrie was saving him Cause Kyrie come out And say some dumb shit too like, Kyrie, like, as soon as the cameras went on Kyrie Irving, he would say something, and then it would totally forget about what we saw with with Terry Rozier because Kyrie was the, the guy, the star. Like, there was so too many time.
2: cooks this year, bro. That was what it was. Yeah. Too many cooks Woo. in the kitchen. Everybody wanted minutes. Obviously, you're going to prioritize your stars. You're going to give Hayward touches because it's the only way he's going to get back to what he should be and where he should be at.
0: Yes, sir. You're absolutely right, yo. But yo, right. I'm
2: good, man. Let that guy walk. And you know what? If Kyrie don't want to be here, yeah, it fucks the team. Catwise, we're screwed. I don't really know where we go from there. But yo, if you don't want to be here, then Bounce get to step in, bro.
0: Here's the thing, though. He's not said. He hasn't said that. You know what uh, I'm saying? He hasn't said maybe, nothing. Maybe his body language might seem that way, but I don't know. I want Kyrie back. Look, I'm a big Kyrie returning advocate. Oh, me too. Me too. But I get what you're saying. I'm just for the fans out there. Guys, he hasn't said anything. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's worse,
2: though, you know? Like, you've got this whole fan base, like, literally hanging on a thread, dude. You gave that verbal commitment, and now you haven't made good on that commitment, bro. You can't do that. Cody, you said it the other day, right? You know, if you give your word, then you see that through. Well, you gave your word on live TV in front of the season ticket holders of one of the most rabid fan bases in sports. You can't just walk now and think everything's chill.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm I a agree. big pro- proponent of I don't listen to anything unless a player said it. Says it. Mm-hmm. Everyone was talking about this 80, I want out, I want this, I want that. He mm-hmm. said that he wanted to get out of New Orleans like maybe twice. Other than that, that mm-hmm. was all his agent, his team, his uncle, his punch. I, I don't care. I don't care. I want to yeah. see what did Anthony Davis said when Kawhi Leonard was going through his thing and everyone was like, yep, he doesn't do this, that, do the thing. I wasn't mad at Kawhi Leonard at all. I was a little upset he didn't meet with Popovich because I thought that was a low blow. But Kawhi Leonard didn't say a single thing. I didn't believe anything unless Kawhi Leonard said it. The
0: only cool. thing Kawhi said was that laugh, that crazy laugh he did. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the only thing he said. I still yeah. don't think he talked. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So but yo, yeah, listen,
2: hear, like the, the difference that, is. Kyrie, it came out of Kyrie's motherfucking mouth, dude. He
0: said he was gonna resign. I so mean, it, where's the it, signature? It, you know? I, so here's the thing, guys. You, you, you have to allow him to reevaluate the situation. At the mo, at the time that yeah, he said what he said, everything looked good, bro. Everything. The team, the unit, the practices that they had that we didn't get to see. Everything looked good. Everybody looks like they were they were bought in. What if Kyrie is feeling the same way Terry Rozier was feeling? Like, hey, man, if this same unit come back, yo. I can't. Yo, just bro, you want to be a
2: leader so bad, yeah? Part of leading is lifting your team in the bad parts. If you want to be a leader, then you lead by example. You put your signature on that dotted line, show that you're committed, put your head down and get back to work ready to grind too. That's what a leader does. A leader doesn't start to devoid opinion. A leader consolidates the team, get and gets everyone in for work.
0: Uh, leaders take bruises and bumps, bro, along the way, and they need time to reevaluate. That's what real leaders do. That, like, leaders have to go back to the situation and make sure that it's going to best fit them and 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 whoever is surrounding them. I get what you're saying, but you got to lie, be fair. Man, let's be fair. Be he's
2: prepared. not the leader. Marcus Smart's our general, bro. I'll follow Marcus Smart to the end of the fucking earth.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, I feel you. Um, uh, I, 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 from a from a player standpoint, I feel like Marcus Smart. I I mean, how much of a leader is Marcus Smart? You couldn't get Terry Rozier on the same page. I mean, like it's it's my my point is there's always a Judas in the camp, and you you try to weed that out. Like you try to get you try to figure out who's the the culprit and and once you figure it out you know there's nothing you can really do about it so you got to kind of find a way to keep egging on egging on i agree like if i if i'm but that's my personality if i'm i'm not that leader character i'm going to be like you know what guys we didn't do well this season ya, here i go yo yo sign me ainge but that's that's me we just don't know what yeah. else is going on in his personal space his personal life blah 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 whatever whatever so we gotta give him a chance i know he need to be a man in his word. you absolutely right i'm hoping he continues to be a man in his word. but he also said yo check back with him on july 1st you gotta get that man to july 1st and then after that we can trash him bash him or cheer for him i know man but july 1st is so fucking long dude it is yeah, <laughs> it's what it is uh, i technically we were hoping we would been would been playing into June. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I get so, you that. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't have been as long as we thought. it been a couple of weeks, but unfortunately, we got we got knocked out. So right now, I think we have. Here's the good thing, and then you can take it with a grain of salt. We have not heard from Kyrie, which is a great fucking thing. Like all year long, he's been saying the wrong things, or to the most fans, he hasn't been saying the most. You know, charming things to make the fans feel like, yeah, right. He's finally like not said anything for a person that's taken all the blame. Look, Kyrie was shit. He played. He was part of it was game plan. Part of it was bad shots because they had they were sending three guys at him at one time. Like I mean, I watched Damian Lillard struggle last night. They, every time he came, it, it's the it's the game plan that they're attack. It's the way they're attacking him. I'm not saying Kyrie should not have took them shots because he was taking some horrible difficult shots but goddamn, if he would have made some of them shots i would have been like wow he's amazing he just missed um my, my point is we gotta allow that man to i'm with you though he, he need to he need to be a man of his word but i also have the heart to where like yo man it was long season yo he played the majority of the season he like you know some people feel he quit i don't think he quit i just i if it if it, if he quit, the whole team quit. I that's that's how I'm gonna look at that. Cause I watched him grab five offensive rebounds before we touched that ball. Um, and then they missed the six shot, they mixed the shot to where we was able to get the rebound. Like that that's 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 like giving up right there. My point is with Kyrie, man, as much as I want him back right now, I just want him to take a break from that. i I want him playing. I want him to go fishing. Do something. <laughs> Do something totally different from basketball. You. Don't play 2K. Just, like, don't, like, sell your cell phone, buy a new one. Like, don't do anything and just clear your mind. Spend time with his sister, with his father, whatever it is he needs to do. And then come back to the table because at the end of the day, you know what, guys? At the end of the day, we could pay him $160 million. Can't no other team do that. At the end of the day, we could offer him that. Even, and here's a here's another thing that no one has talked about. We can also, if he really doesn't want to be in Boston, we could sign a trade. Right? Right? We could give him two hundred million dollars, sign and trade, get what we need, get whatever we need. I don't want that. I'm just saying, his best option. is yeah, it's an option, are dude. Celtic.
2: Cody, his where you standing option. on this, bro? Give us some Cody
1: takes, man. We need these. We need these wow. in our life. I agree. I think Kyrie should come back. I think every person's different, and we be like, he's a weird dude. Like, I feel weird. Like, he's a weird dude. He thought the Earth was flat for like ever. Like. He's a he's kind of a a, a crispy character, um. You know, so Kobe you never,
0: never, yeah. I still I still think he thinks the earth is flat. It's just yeah, that. I'm that too. He just he came. Stopped. With, he, yeah. He came to Boston and the cameras was just all in his grill. He's like, you know what? That shit round. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I was. <laughs> okay.
2: <continue. laughs> that shit round, yo. That's why he's gone fishing, bro. He's searching for the edge.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I have to say on on everything. I believe that we, I think Ky- Kyrie's obviously our best player. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. He's our best player. That's fact. I think we need him. I would love him back. I feel like if we let him go, I, I said this the other day, you don't let talent like that walk. I, I don't care what it is, unless he set, set the children's hospital on fire, I want him back in Boston. Like, there's nothing Talent wise, he we need him. I mean, that's you don't like I said you don't let talent like that walk. So my whole thing is, um, as a leader, you know he's had his ups his downs. It's is really his first year, second year being that true leader. So it takes some time. It's not like you just walk mm-hmm. in if you're the best player, you're the best leader. I mean, I've been captains on sports teams for my entire mm-hmm. life. It just you know some years it's great, other years they struggle like this year. This year was a year of struggle. And sometimes, mm-hmm. as a leader, he took the blame for it, though, which I, I like. He took the blame. He, he had some other words to say about some other, other players, like the young guys. But I feel like that was more of a motivator rather than a, like, Thank a guy's you guy's Thank you. Thank and you. It, and, and like I said, people take criticism different. If I went to Wayne and I said, Wayne, you're sucking right now. Get it together. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, all right, dope. I'll get it together. Right I Went to you, Adam. I said, Adam, you're sucking. Get it together. And you're like, oh, I'm sucking ah, geez, then you get in your head. Every player's different, every person's different. You have to treat, cannot look right. at a single situation and put saying a it. yes or no connotation. There's always different things and different dominoes and variables that go into everything. So, so that being said. Here's yeah. a question. Yeah. Were yeah. you
2: standing on any form of package for AD when we're going to be in this exact same boat next yep. year, but with him instead of Kyrie?
1: I think I think, that's it. I think you go for it. I think you have to go for it. I mean, I feel like sometimes, you know the, the saying less is more. And as you said, there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen this year. And as much as I love Tatum and I love, you know, all these guys, I really don't want to give up both Jays, I feel like or and I definitely don't want to give up Marcus Smart. But if we're in a position where you have to give up Tatum, cuz here's how, where I stand on like, it. Anthony Davis is a top 5 player in the NBA. He's a phenomenal talent, one of the best big men we've seen, seen since Tim Duncan. Really,
0: and I'm that's, trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah,
1: is Jason Tatum going to be a top five player in the NBA someday? Maybe, possibly. Maybe not. I mean, we've seen obviously the flashes. We watched him 82 times plus a year, and we saw his playoff run last year. It was magical. He he looks. He has every making of a bona fide star. But Anthony Davis already a bona fide star. He's a superstar at only 25, 26 years old, in which You're a sport where your prime can go a little bit longer than other sports. But and, do you want him yeah, in
2: a blood contract? Is he got to be signing something
1: blood written? I I feel like I obviously would love that. If he says that,
0: <laughs> I would obviously love that. I
1: mean, that'd but, That would be
0: great. That would satisfy every fan. You know what I mean? Because but that's like, my only issue, dude.
2: Is you're giving yeah. up these young pieces, this core, for yeah, a guy yeah, that can yeah. walk, bro? Look, like, again, yeah, if Kyrie yeah. re-signs, it's very unlikely AD comes in and chooses to bounce. But it's still a possibility.
0: But that's just a possibility. That's, that's but just that's sport.
1: The sport. Yeah, I was going to Especially, say that. Yeah. Especially with the day and age we live in where I will never look at a player and bash them because they did something to benefit themselves. Whether they leave right. my team or not. At the end of the day, you're a human being trying to do right. You have a family to feed. You have there you go.
0: You have, it's but these motherfuckers
2: feeding their family anyway, man. They earning I agree. money.
0: I agree, yeah, but, but you got to understand, like this, yeah. the, the the way that money works, man. You know, it's fast money, bro. Like they got to get it. They got to get it. They got to get it. Just like if you you went to a job and the job wanted to pay you, blah 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 blah. But then this new job came along and you you gotta cut your ties, bro. Because the more more <laughs> the money is gonna cost. Like you got to understand that. As much as I would love for AD to sign that 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 bloody hell bound contract that you that you're gonna draft up for Danny Ainge, I, I like I I think every fan would want that. But basketball is a sport. It's about gambling and taking the chances. And you you let me ask you this question, Adam. Do you do you want the best chance to win, or do you want to win now, or do you want the best chance to possibly maybe win in the future? You got to kind of look at it that in that kind of way. Because with AD and Kyrie, and then whatever we surround ourselves with, with those two uh, two players, now you don't have to worry about Kyrie getting triple teamed anymore. And yeah, you I get that.
2: Plus post. Hayward. We ain't going to move Hayward. So that's going to be I'm your saying? big three. It's going to be Hayward, and, and AD, and Kyrie. Big,
0: that's your big three, bro. And we all know Hayward plays the the, the, the three really well. It's just that he gotta share the ball with the other cats. Hey, I love Jay, I love Brown. I think I love Brown more than Tatum, to be honest. But don't don't get mad at me for saying that. <laughs> I definitely want to see what Tatum is going to become. But let me let me let me just put this out here. Ninety percent of the players that Danny Ainge gets rid of, they kind of turn into shit.
2: See, I they think the other way with Tatum. I think if he leaves, he's going to improve more because he's going to be the man.
0: I don't know, man. It seems like teams just don't develop players the way we do. Maybe a few, maybe like Joe Johnson developed and and, and, and maybe Tony Allen developed. Maybe those guys, Chauncey Billups, but like, I'm thinking of guys of now that we've gotten rid of, they've all turned to shit. yo. Do you know what team definitely
2: doesn't develop players? Definitely does not develop them. New York, so good luck with that pick, suckers.
0: This is how
1: (laughs) I think of it. When you're talking about the blood contract, I have enough confidence in the team that we have right now, if you plug eighty, that our blood contract is next season. And I have enough confidence that we will play a lot better than we did last year in which Anthony Davis will sign then. And I don't need him to come out and say I'm going to sign 100%. I just have I I love this team. And yes, I saw the, the I feel like next year is just different. And maybe call me optimistic, call me a homer, call me what you want, but last year was a shitty situation I think we can all agree with. And
2: what last about Al, I, I, agree. I agree. What about Al Horford? You think he upside, I, restructures, I, upside I, and I
0: hope for the boys. I hope so. Now, Al said I hope that. Al for the boys, and, he, and, and he he's come said out. That, he's yeah, he's he come said. out and said he wants to be a part. He loves Boston. He wants to be a part of this team, and he's willing to restructure his contract. He said that. Yes. So, with him saying that, that's giving Ainge the Ainge is spend the money already. He's he's already going out there <laughs> trying to figure out. All right, cool, man. I got, I got an extra 13, 14 million. Maybe I could go get a Reddick for one year. You know what I'm saying? Reddick gonna take less money because he older and he won a chip and he know damn well he ain't winning it in Philly. Just look at it. It, He just knows. So why not go to Boston, be the Ray Allen type player? You got to do catch. Shoot! Run around! Get open, Shoot! That's it. That's all you gotta do. I think that would be a nice compliment piece. We, we, let's talk about what we lack. We lack. Spot all shooters, and and that inside presence where you you don't gotta be the greatest shot blocker, rim protector. We just need somebody that could go in and and stop freaking runs. Like, all right, yo, big guy, go in there, get fouled, get to the paint, get fouled. Go, like, like that's why I wanted Cannon so bad. I know he suck on defense. I know he's a liability, but good damn it, he could score in the post, in the paint, right around that rim. That's something that he did. And and we struggled whenever Milwaukee went on a run. We couldn't get fouled. Like, we couldn't stop it because all we did was result the shooting and we just weren't hot. Like, we just kept missing. So, we need
2: athleticism off the bench as well. For me, that's a big thing. The bench just hey, lacks hey, athleticism. I,
0: I don't know if it lacks athleticism, bro. I just don't think that Brad was playing the right players because I needed Simi to be in that game i would have even wanted to see some yabu when you when you're talking about the athleticism from them young guys and i know they don't have the experience but you let simi play all last year in that in that in that cleveland series and that milwaukee series he needed more burn bro simi would have gave you i'm not saying he's a great player i'm just saying he's a spark he could have been energy he could have drew the foul and and, and, and muscle some shots in there, hit you a nice corner three or whatever. Like, that's what we were lacking. I'm cool with Tice. He can go bye-bye. I'm cool. I, I, I like Baines off the bench. I'm not the one to get rid of Baines.
1: We need Baines. MVP candidate. I, I like Baines. You're going to give I him a foot?
0: Baines. I love if he Baines. Did. I hear you, bro. Hey, I'm have gonna, you heard this,
1: Wayne?
2: Cody wants to give Baines his foot.
1: If Aaron Baines <laughs> keeps spreading his foot, I'll give him my
0: entire leg. You can use whatever part he wants of it. I don't know if he need to get a new foot, new, new, whatever, but something got to give. He got hurt at the wrong time, all the time though, like all the time. It's like God dang it, you just got back, and then dang, he, you know, you know who Aaron Baines is turning into? Andrew Bogut. Bogan. Hey, that's, into a, Andrew that's Bogut. a
1: championship winner right there. That's a that's a finals. That's frame.
2: an Australian MVP, Australian <laughs> League MVP, baby.
1: I want this. I hey. want this. How about this? Let's flip the script a little bit. Dang. So, Al restructures whatever. Say 80 doesn't get traded to Boston. I hope he does. And we keep
0: all three of our picks. Who in the draft can we use to help Men's? Yo, team? man. Go get that kid Bobo from Oregon. I know he might be a little weak in the bones and injuries, whatever, whatever. But he's a good big guy. And he can stretch the D. And that's something that Brad likes. And he can block. So yeah. at the end of the day, seven three with a seven eight wingspan. So that you're not getting okay. So a guy like MB might be able to post up on him right now. That's right now, rookie year, right now. You know what I'm saying? But I think that I think that kid from Oregon would be a great pickup at at fourteen if he's available. Yeah. If we don't get the AD, right, yeah.
2: or if we don't package them picks to move up.
1: I that oh, could be an option, especially with, oh,
0: Yeah, I,
1: I, I've been saying for the last few months, if Washington really believes that what they got with John Long, what they got with Bradley Beal, and they kind of, they don't get rid of Bradley Beal, which to be fair, I kind of hope they do just so I can see Bradley Beal do something. And I like
0: Bradley, bro. I like really, Bradley.
1: It's really not a, so say, instead of saying, hey, raise we're going to use the eighth pick or whatever they have to get someone right now, let's. Wait another year, get John Wall and Bradley Beal healthy, and trade the eighth pick for Boston's three picks and get some key players to help build around. Because I, I mean, I watch college basketball a good amount, and I study these draft prospects. So the top three guys are obviously superstar potential guys. Uh, there are a gotcha. couple other other guys, like five, uh, four through eight, where you can say uh, they might be an all-star or two. And then hey, can other I, can th- I sh- You think you think yes. R.J. Barrett is superstar? Dude? Yes, yes. R.J. Okay. Pa- R.J. Barrett's probably the best player in this draft. Oh, yeah, that's for-
2: what R.J. Barrett. I tell you too.
1: Yeah, R.J. Barrett's oh. an absolute stud. But anyway, there are a lot of good role players in this draft too. There's a couple of good shooters. There's a couple of good big men that could be protectors and stuff. So there's not maybe that superstar or all star potential, but there are those solid. Marcus Morris bench piece type guys. So if you're Washington and you're like, well, we got John Wall for the next 17 years because we're not that very smart. And we got Bradley Beal potentially for a few more years he's young too. (laughs) And you say, you know what, we're going to keep this ship that we've done for the last three years and keep riding this one off into the sunset. You can get a couple role players that can help a lot. Celtics straight up to eight. They get 14 and 21, 20 and 22 or
0: Two of those kids or
1: whatever, yeah. And you, you can get a potential difference maker that bull bull you talk about. I'm a big Romeo Langford guy. I think he would be perfect, and we might be able to sit a 14 and get him. Um, there are some, there are some good, there are some pieces where if I am am the Celtics and they're there when I get them, uh, I there are a couple of kids I like
0: in this draft. Hmm. Either way. I don't want to draft another wing, bro. I I can't. I can't drop. I want to see more think. Time Lord, bro. Like that's one but, thing I really want no, next year. I want, think, yeah, year. I
1: want more minutes for Williams. He's going to. I think last year, and I, I said it all year. This year, he just wasn't ready.
0: I mean, he was 20 years he old. Was, he was raw, bro. He's very. He came in and he ignited the city of Boston yep. with his block. With his blocks, the way the, how, how about this? The way he defended AD. You guys remember that game? I do remember that. Game.
2: Yeah, he had a block
0: party, He did. Yo, and and every and, and we just we I know what we see as spectators and and fans and and um analysts and stuff like that. I know what we, see, but obviously Brad knows his guys. He knows his players. He, he knows that he just wasn't ready, ready maybe mentally. Um, and then he and then he was getting hurt every now and then. So mm. like. You if that's your first pick. That was your first pick from last year's draft. You kinda wanna make you hold on to that because he, he felt he was supposed to go in the lottery too. Like he was projected I had him going in
1: that draft to oh. like 13, eleven or thirteen to the Clippers. He's still so that, fell, was, a steal. that oh. was great. I was jumping for joy. Uh oh. like the like you said, he was raw. He got a lot of blocks. He put himself out of like defensively, like the blocks were there, obviously. He was I mean, you remember, remember when Greg steamed was other thing, and he came out and he yes. blocked
0: everyone's shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He developed that nice little uh, two-point yeah. jumper.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. For that one, like the three months we had him, three All months. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I love Rob Williams. I agreed that he wasn't quite ready. There were some times where he would go chase a block, which would end up being an offensive rebound, and. His IQ could have improved, but he's 20 years old. You don't expect him to come out and be Anthony Davis or be a defensive shutdown monster.
0: But he he could be a DeAndre Jordan
1: within the next couple of years. I loved him because he could be an hour replacement. He's exactly different. Like you said, you don't want a wing, Wayne. The difference between our wings and a wing is we have a lot of defensive wings. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, they're not the best offensively. I feel like if uh, I were to uh, get a wing, I would want something different. If I were to get a wing, I want a sharpshooter. Like, I, I, I think of Tyler like, Harrow. Like a, okay. like, like a J.J. Reddick. Tyler, Tyler Harrow is basically J.J. Reddick just like 12 instead of <laughs> just like 12. <laughs> so I feel like Romeo Langford is uh, so that's the guy I was talking about. I've been a really big fan of him ever since coming into college. He was like I think the like fifth or sixth high school recruit at a school. He had a, a Pretty good year, at Indiana. Like he had like an, uh, a wrist injury, and like his shooting numbers were really kind of down. So he's slipping into like that late lottery. He's a, I feel like one of the most complete offensive players in this draft. From all three phases, he can do it and do it well. And I feel like that's just a different vibe. I remember when we all wanted Jamal Crawford when before yeah. the season started. Everyone's like, "Get Jamal yeah. Crawford! Get Jamal Crawford!" He has that kind of game where he can he can just move and he can just get his shot. Where he's different, where he is a wing that you give the ball and just go get me a bucket. I would love that. Okay,
0: that. okay. I That's
1: young. what we were missing. That's, That's what we thought. Terry was missing. Terry ended up being Rozier. <laughs> so, and then like I mentioned, Tyler Hero. He's a wing too. He can probably play the the two and the three. He's a shooter. He shoots. He's pretty good at it too. Played for Kentucky this year. And then, you know, you have Bull-Bull potentially. I've seen mock drafts where he goes to us at 20. I've seen mock drafts where he goes up to like six. I mean, his, so his his
0: range is weird. So with those three picks, though, those three picks, it's possible we can get two out of the three players you mentioned. Yes, I do too. If no one wants to if no one wants the length, but we stay at 14, we draft them there. If, um, he's projected to go number 11, but I mean, Hey,
1: yeah, I had him,
0: I saw a draft
1: last night. I saw two, I saw one of him going 15, one of him going 17. So he's, he's a little bit over the place as well. And everyone, and, you know, all the math drafts have their own preferences and styles. As well, but it's just one of those things where there are some players and especially, we don't need another superstar. I mean, other from the draft, at least we don't need right. another, right. another superstar because right. we have at least one. And then potentially Brown, depending on where his career goes. I don't really see him as a superstar. I can see him being a couple-time all-star. But I don't really think he's going to be like a 25-point-per-game guy. But at the same time, like I said, there are some good role players in this draft. A player like Nas Reed. I think Nas Reed has some good upside. And he's in the 20s for the mock draft. Daniel Gafford as well, a a big guy as well. There's some John uh uh, not Porter, uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s brother. Is it his brother? Me and Brendan spoke yes. about this earlier. Yeah, they're brothers.
2: They are brothers, brothers,
1: man. Yeah, they're brothers. I'm not but too I've
2: heard a lot of shit on Cam Reddish too. Apparently, Cam Reddish is going to be a complete and utter flop.
1: I like Cam Reddish. I'm still, I'm still on the Cam Reddish train. He said, uh, "John is a stretch five, so he can shoot. huh? Yeah. He can shoot. Yeah, he just had he uh, tore his ACL, I think, once or twice." He can...
0: And MCL.
1: Yeah. So his, his, so there's, that's why he's flipping. Cause he, I think he has the talent. He just, you just never know. Especially as a big boy. You never know how yeah. the, the knee's gonna hold up, you know? So there are some potential that even if we don't get AD or another superstar or we trade, or we don't trade the picks, there are a couple of guys I really do like. Uh, it just depends on whether the Celtics
0: like those, as I do or not. How do you feel about Traymond Waters coming out of LSU?
1: I would rather have Hero or Langford over Tremont Waters. I like Waters. I feel like he's a small dude. I think he's like six yeah, foot Like yeah, like it. I mean, I don't know. I like Waters. I I like him at LSU. I wouldn't say he's like a first round guy. I don't. I think if we do get him, it would be like either with a second round pick or like very late first. I see. I think I saw him go like thirty two in one draft and like fifty something in another draft. I don't really think his potential is super there.
0: But like like I, I said, think, I don't I think he should've I mean, he should have waited one more year. He probably could have been star, star up uh, in college He just waited one more year. I got you. Yeah I man I I'm 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 excited. Um I, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen when it comes draft time. I just know that there's gonna be some fireworks this summer. So fans you must stay tuned 'cause this is about to go down. You know, one thing you need to know is that we never know what Danny Ainge is going to do. Nope. That's the one thing I can say that has been consistent with the Boston Celtics. I didn't know Danny Ainge was going to trade and, 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 and get KG at the time he did that. I, and when after he just signed Ray Allen and I, I, I no one knew that. It just happened. Um, so just, just right now, let's let Kyrie chill, rest. Um, I don't think Marcus Morris will be back. I think we let him walk and I think Simi takes his spot. Um I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I think it's time for this will be his what, third year? Simi's third year, fourth year, third year. And I think yeah. I think Simi f I think he feels that role he's proven he can knock down the three. Um, and he plays pretty good on ball defense. Um so I think he I think he steps up and takes the spot. I like our team coming back I think the continuity would be there I would love for them to bring back Kyrie minus the, the culprit and the pit, just to see because here's the thing guys this shit was motherfucking working last year Quarter yeah. Haywood just got hurt and nobody was complaining you know why because the culprit played his role it's just that when Kyrie went down, he was able to step into the spotlight and do what he do best. No one was on him. No one defended him the way they were defending him now. No one was, They weren't going to let G just light him up. They started putting bodies on him. He couldn't get to the paint, which means that I don't know if he's going to be that great. And I don't give a shit if he's going to be that great. I just need him out of Boston so we could be great. Because I'm tired of us fighting Celtics fans. I'm tired of us arguing and fighting one another. When all we want is the same goal. We want the banner. That's it. That's all we want.
2: <sighs> I'm going to leave it there for the podcast because Wayne's kind of pulling right in perspective. All over Twitter at the moment, Celtics fans are just disagreeing with each other. I'm a very big culprit of that myself. Um. So look, guys, we'll catch you again later in the week. Next episode, we're going to have a Lakers fan on here. So that's going to be fun.
0: Oh, we going to bounce down, mother sucker.
2: Woo! <laughs> so we'll catch you next time, guys. Thank you for listening. If you're a new listener, please make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star review. If you're a regular listener and you haven't already subscribed, I'd do that. And definitely re- leave a review because it helps us a lot. And we'll catch you guys next time.
0: Peace out, guys.